Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for February 10th, 2020. So I'm teaching on great freedom all year long, and uh, we started this journey in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We studied chapter 3, we crossed over into chapter 4, and when I got to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13, I kind of got stuck on that verse. And if you've been following today's word for a while, you know how I do, right? So the Holy Spirit would just allow, be like, nope, don't leave. And I have no idea how long I'm going to be stuck on 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13, but we're going to be here until the Holy Spirit releases me. <clears throat> so let's get into the word for this morning. I believe it's going to be a blessing to you. I'm already excited about this word. The title of today's message is Speaking What God Has Spoken Over You. As a born-again, blood-bought believer, you got to have the faith, the audacity to speak what God has spoken over you. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and verse 13, the Bible says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. Well, watch this. We also believe and therefore we speak. We speak what we believe. God reveals something to us. We believe it. And then we open up our lips and we declare it. So in uh, the last message on Friday, uh, I'm going to share something with you that I wrote on Friday. This is what uh, I shared in the last message. I said, Mary considered what God revealed to her, that she would become pregnant by the Holy Spirit, that she would have a son, that his name would be Jesus and that he would be the son of God. And then when she considered it, she actually had the audacity to open up her lips and say it. She had the audacity to speak what God has spoken. And so she said, okay, Lord, be it unto me according to what you have said. Be it unto me according to thy word. And as crazy as it sounds for a virgin to get pregnant, boom, she got pregnant. She got pregnant because God spoke something over her life and she had the faith, she had the audacity to say, to openly speak what God had spoken. So I am flowing in this vein today, speaking what God has spoken over you. What does this mean to you today? I only have two things to share with you on this Monday morning. I'm going to share these two things. I want you to open up your heart to receive. Two things. Number one, here we go. God has already spoken some things over your life. He has. Before your mama met your daddy, God has spoken some things over your life. What he has to do now is reveal those things to you. And he does by the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, he revealed it by the angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord would show up and tell him, hey, this is what God has spoken over you. But now we don't need that. Once we're born again, we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will reveal to us what God has spoken, what God has planned for us from the foundations of the world. So I've already taught you many scriptures that support the fact that God made plans for you before the world began. What God does now, especially as born-again believers through the Holy Spirit, is revealed to us what he had already prepared for us, right? So I said before that the Holy Spirit reveals to you uh, the things that God prepared for you, but that were concealed from you. And so when God does this, what our job is to is to see it, right? Because I, I taught on believing and seeing. Your, your job, first of all, is to see it because you will never be what you cannot see. Uh, if you can't see it, you can't have it. It's to see it. I'm talking about seeing in the spirit. It's to see that, oh, wow, I can see myself doing that. Then to believe it in your heart, no matter how crazy it seems. And then to open up your mouth and declare it with your lips by faith, speaking what God has spoken over your life, which is what I'm dealing with today. And then the last thing is to launch out in faith, 
to provide whatever corresponding actions are required in order to experience the earthly manifestation of the spiritual revelation. You want to experience an earthly manifestation of the spiritual revelation, and that's going to come when you provide corresponding actions. Faith is something you say, something you do, or seed you sow based on what God revealed. This is the life of faith. Now, let me give you some examples. I already used Mary, and I'm going to use Mary again today. So for Mary, what God revealed was that she had been selected to be the mother of our Lord, right? So what God has spoken over her life before she was born is, boom, you have been selected to be the mother of our Lord, the mother of Jesus. She did nothing to earn this. She did nothing to deserve this, right? She could not work for it. Her job was to believe it. Say, I'm a believer. For David, God comes and reveals to David through the prophet that you have been selected to be the next king of Israel. He did nothing to work for it or to earn it. Matter of fact, when his, when the prophet came to his house and there was a lineup, David wasn't even in the lineup. You know what I'm saying? His father didn't even think enough about him to say, hey, hold on, I have another son. You're probably not gonna pick him, but let me go grab him and put him in the lineup. Nobody, not even one, he didn't have a friend in the camp. None of David's brothers said, hold on for a minute, David's not in the lineup. No, he was, watch this, he was omitted, but nobody... You, nobody can take your blessing. And so, so no, the prophet was like, it's none of these jokers. Do you have another son? I'm telling you, he was selected by God. This was something God had spoken over his life before the world began. He did nothing to earn it or to deserve it. God's call comes by grace and grace alone, but David had to believe it. For Gideon, oh, I like me some Gideon. God reveals to Gideon that he was a mighty man of valor. And Gideon is like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> Maybe... You, <clears throat> I think you got the wrong man. I don't know if you understand this, but there's like 12 tribes in Israel. And if you line up all 12 tribes, my tribe is the weakest tribe out of all 12. And then within my tribe, if you take all the men in my tribe and you line them up from strongest to weakest, I would be the last man in line. I am, he said, the weakest man from the weakest clan. And God was saying, no, you're a mighty man of valor because God was saying, I've spoken some things over you. I'm speaking to your to be stage from your right now stage. And what you need to do, Gideon, is to believe it. And Gideon got to the point where he believed it and he led a revolution over the Midianites and the Amalekites. And he led 300 men against over 100,000 men because he spoke what God has spoken over his life. Say amen to that. Glory to God. For Abraham, God shows up to a man named Abraham. At the time, his name was Abram. And he was married to a, a lady named Sarai. And they were living amongst idol worshipers. He was 75. She was 65. And she was barren. They couldn't have any children. And God says, I chose you. You did nothing to earn this or nothing to deserve this. I already spoke this over you before the world began. Your name shall be Abraham. You're going to be a father of many nations. I will bless those that bless you. I will curse those that curse you through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And Abraham had to believe that thing. And he had to align his lips and his legs with what God said. So make no mistake. God made plans for you like Abraham, like Mary, like Gideon, like David. God made plans for you before the world began. He has already spoken over your life as he reveals these things to you. Your job is to say what he's already said, to openly declare what God has already decreed. Part of living the life of faith is the language of faith. Faith speaks 
what God reveals, even when there is no sense realm evidence to support it, and even at the risk of looking foolish, God is going to reveal some stuff to you, and he wants you to say what he revealed, even at the risk of looking foolish. This is the life of faith. Say amen to that. All right, number two, I only have two things for you this morning. God's grace is contained in his word. Man, this is so good. I, I'm not going to be able to finish this today. I'll keep flowing in the same vein tomorrow. But God's grace is contained inside of his word. When God speaks words to us that reveal his thoughts about us, we have to realize that the power to perform it is in the word of God, in the word that he spoke over our lives. His power is contained in his words. Said another way, let me say it this way. When you receive a word from God, you must also realize at that moment that at the same time, when you got the word from God, you also received the grace to perform it. When you receive the word from God, you receive the power to do what God commanded. No word from God is without the ability to perform it. God will never instruct you to do something that he hasn't already equipped you to do. That's not our God. If he's telling you to do it, it's because he's already graced you to do it. Say amen to that. Glory to God. When the angel came to Mary, it was a human impossibility. As a human, this thing cannot happen. As a human, a a virgin can't get pregnant, but Mary was receiving a word from God that it can happen. And the word was calling her into the supernatural. The word was requiring her to believe the impossible. And here's the key. The word from God came with the power to perform it. Once again, no word from God is without the ability to make it happen. So at first Mary was like, man, I don't understand this thing. She was like, how can this happen? I'm still a virgin. This is impossible, she was saying. But when the angel told her that her cousin, who was old, who couldn't have any babies, that she was pregnant, and then the angel slipped this in and said, God can do anything. At that moment, when you get a word from God, glory to God like that, Mary believed God. When you, I mean, you have to believe it. Your job is not to make it happen. Your job is to believe what God is saying. When you get a word, listen, the word is going to be bigger than you. God is going to call you to operate in levels that you don't have the education for or the experience for or the money for or the connections for. It's bigger than you, but it's not bigger than him. It's bigger than your ability, but it's not bigger than his ability. So God calls you to do things that you cannot do so that you can rely on him and so that he can do it to you through you. But your job is to believe. Mary thought about it for a minute. She was like, man, this is crazy. I'm so, hey, this is crazy. I'm so, hey, this, this don't make no sense, but, but I believe it. Lord, be it unto me according to your word. And as crazy as it sounds, a virgin got pregnant. She said, why? Boom. She got pregnant when she said it. You know why? Because she spoke what God has spoken over her life. I'm telling you that you have to decree what God has declared over your life. You have to speak what God has spoken, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it seems crazy, even when it seems impossible, even when it's bigger than anything that you've ever imagined. I'm telling you, God is going to reveal things to you in this season. This is a season of great clarity for us. And when he does, as crazy as it seems, you got to say it. You got to have the audacity to take God public and open up your mouth and speak what he has spoken. And you will see, if you can say what he said, you will see what he said. Say amen to that. Man, that's enough for today. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I felt like preaching this morning. I want you to say something. Say something over your life. Say, Father, you made plans for me before the world began. I accepted your son, Jesus, as my Lord. 
I am now born again. Your spirit lives in me. Your spirit reveals to me the plans you made for me before the world began. As he does, my job is to believe what you have spoken over me. I declare that I do. Not only do I believe it, but I declare it. I speak what you have spoken over me. I declare what you have decreed over my life. In this way, I align my lips and my legs with my destiny. And I become the man you call me to be. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, I don't know why not. Go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button. Click on it. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Head into this day. Listen, I'm going to deal with this again tomorrow. I, this is so good. I, I, this was so, I high-fived myself this morning. This was so good. Listen, you. this is a message you might want to watch again, and I'm going to flow in this vein. So listen, listen, get this down in your heart. Speak what God has spoken. Speak the language of faith. Open up your heart to believe and receive and then say what God reveals and you will see what God has revealed in your life. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Head into this day. Head into this week. Have an amazing week. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.